Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys and the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Shantz and Chu are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you like that one a lot. <laughs> you, did you fall down? Well, it just banged. Uh, all right. Are you recording right now? <laughs> we should have recorded all of that and put it somewhere. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is a Nicolas Cage teachable moment for Lady Chu. We're doing Raising Arizona. Yeah. My name is Michael Schantz. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. That was the voice of Lady Chu, ready for her teachable moment. Say hi, Chu. Hi. It's been a minute. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I it missed you. It has been a minute. I've missed you, stupid. You're studying for tests. That's right. Trying to better yourself. I don't know what that's all about, but evidently I felt the yeah. need to. Certified health podcast, coach here, I'll everybody. Tell you that much. <laughs> what's, the, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Said it's getting in the way of this podcast. You're <laughs> yeah, bettering yourself. Seriously. How fucking rude. <laughs> well, if you need a health coach, you call on Lady Chu. One thing you know if you listen to this podcast, she has a positive outlook for you to help in your life. Sorry, I oh, chuckled God. there at the end. <laughs> Please understand, I, help it. I do not have my health coach voice on when we do this podcast. There's a broadcast chew and a real life chew. Yeah. Same for me. Broadcast and real life. Yeah. Although I'm pretty much as big a dick in real life. <laughs> I, yes, I would 100% agree. Because <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> yes, you are. That's very self-aware of you. <laughs> Good job. That's the Chew, we've watched a lot of shitty Nicolas Cage movies just to get you to your teachable moment, which you'd never seen. No. Had you even heard of Raising Arizona? Yeah, I think so, but I'm, you know. Did you I know did, it I was have... a Coen Brothers movie? I did not. <laughs> we'll add it to the list of things you don't know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, we are talking about the 1987 film Raising Arizona, directed probably officially by Joel Cohen, but really it's the Cohen brothers. They direct together. Did you like it, Chew? Not my favorite teachable moment. Not my favorite Nick Cage movie ever. I did not hate it. I did not. Okay. So I, to just preface a little bit and to be fair, I did not know that this was. I knew it. I knew this was going to be your answer. God damn it, Chu. (laughs) You didn't fucking. How do you know that? I didn't tell you anything or give you any idea of how I I felt about this movie. I have a grievance. Uh, Okay. So I don't hate this movie. It was entertaining, but I didn't know. That it was the, a Coen Brothers movie. And you either like the Coen Brothers or you don't. Or you're... It's like, it's like whatever. Uh, they have a certain style. Are you trying to start a fight? Are you <laughs> saying you don't like the Coen Brothers? I don't dislike everything they do. They just have a style. And... This was not my favorite. I feel like we should have done the movie he won an Oscar for. What, Leaving Las Vegas? Something in Las Vegas. Oh, that's a pretty heavy movie, Chew. It's true. Um, out of the Nick Cage saga, this does not rank number one for me. What do you mean, out of the all like Nicolas Cage movies or the ones we watched? Yeah, so even including all of the bad movies, all of the bad Nick Cage movies that we watched. You like Drive Angry more than this. Is that what you're saying? Oh, my God. It's like you're in my brain. 
Yes, I know. Okay, I understand how ridiculous Drive Angry is. I understand that. I enjoyed that more than I did it this movie. It wouldn't appear so. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. I didn't hate All it. Right. I didn't well, hate it. I, uh, that's fine. I'm still starting from a place of anger. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking at all the movies that Joel and Ethan Cohen did. And I, I bet myself that you knew by name five of them. Oh, stop for a second. I got, <laughs> wait, wait, you'll have to save that joke. Tell that dog to <laughs> shut the fuck up. God damn it. Uh, hold on. Go give him the business, Chew. Hey, it's not a good time. Hey, it's not a good time. Please don't do that. Can you go lay down, please? Charlie, go lay down. No. Oh, I love it when Chew talks to him like they're people. Ha ha ha! That dog's not listening no. to a fucking word you say. No. <laughs> oh. I'm keeping this. <laughs> I'm keeping it. We'll have to take just a second to wait it out because he went to his room and then he's it's like he's barking. So it's like he's talking back as he's doing what I told him to do. Fucking goddamn dog. <laughs> he's like an angry teenager. Exactly. Yeah, I'll go to my room, you fucking piece of shit human. <laughs> Not without fucking saying some words, though. I hate you. Give me some food. <laughs> oh, shit. What the fuck? I don't even know what he's barking at. Like, nothing. That was amazing. Lady Chew. I took a bet with myself, looking at all the Coen Brothers movies. I thought there would be five you knew and everything else you don't know. One I'm not sure about. Have you heard of Fargo? Oh, yeah. Good. No Country for Old Men? Yeah. The Big Lebowski? Yes. Yes. Oh, brother, where art thou? Yes. True Grit? Yes. All right. Those are the five I thought you'd know. I haven't... Here's the one I'm not sure about. I'm on the fence. Burn After Reading. Oh, that was a Coen Brothers movie. Okay. I've heard of all of them. I have not watched all of them. Big Lebowski, Burn After Reading. I actually only got halfway through Fargo. Which I think... So good, Chew. It's not that it wasn't good. I just don't think I was in the headspace for it. And I started watching the movie after I'd already been emotionally invested into the shows. Not the shows, but like oh, the shows. Because so, um, you were doing it wrong. I, I did it wrong. You're supposed to watch the movie yeah, first. Yeah, I absolutely did it wrong. Um, <laughs> where, are, where Brother, Where Art Thou? I saw that a long, long time oh, ago. Brother. Not my fave. But again... Uh, you that, watch that yeah. movie again. Here are ones that I don't think you've heard of. Blood Simple. No. That's their first movie. Wow. Raising Arizona is their second, by the way. Okay. Miller's Crossing. No. Barton Fink. No. A Serious Man. No. A Hudsucker Proxy. What the fuck? the fuck kind of title is that? Hey, obviously no. Comes up in Raising Arizona, I might add, but we'll wait on that. Intolerable Cruelty? Oh. I don't know who's in it. Give me more information. George Clooney. I need a little more. Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> no. Good. The Man Who Wasn't There? No. Lady Killers? Give me more information. Tom Hanks. More information? No, I will give you no more information. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> All other information will be wasted on you. 
<laughs> I could say Marlon Wayans or I could say J.K. Simmons. I could go on, but you won't know. doesn't matter. Okay. That's fine. There's no way you know Barton Fink. Did we say Barton Fink? Yeah. What about a serious man? Negative. Inside Lewin Davis? No. All right. How about Hail Caesar? Ooh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking asshole. (laughs) All right. All All this just proves how well I know you as a moviegoer. That is astute. I am paying attention. Good for you. All right. Chew, just so you know, Raising Arizona, budget of $6 million. In the USA, made $22.8 million. Worldwide, $29.1 million. So it made some money. It did make money. Yeah. Not your favorite. Yeah. I appreciate it. Let's be fair. I absolutely appreciate. I I understand what's going on here. It's just not. It is funny, <laughs> right? Yeah. Come on. Oh, there, I definitely laughed out loud. Good. Yeah. Here are some fun facts for you. Kevin Costner auditioned for the role of H.I. McDonough three times. Wow. But did not get it. Interesting. Also, he's Holly. Too serious. Well, I'm going to reference a movie you won't know, but <laughs> but I will make you watch someday. If you want to know how funny Kevin Costner can be, watch Silverado. Okay. If you were to watch Silverado, you would think of this movie and go, hmm. Okay. That just might work. Because I fucking love Kevin Costner. Right. Ah, God damn it. He's just too fucking cool for school. He's just one of those Um, actors that I love and I won't apologize for. But Silverado was 1985. So just a couple years before it. And that's, you know, certainly at the beginning of his career. Yeah. I just can't picture him being funny on purpose. Like, I'm sure he's a funny guy. Watch Silverado. Okay, that's fair. Noted. Yeah. Also, fun fact, Francis McDormand and Holly Hunter were roommates at the Yale School of Drama. Oh. I like that. Yeah. Nice. Here's another fun fact. What's his name? I think it's Sam McMurray, who plays Dot's husband. Um, the guy that uh, Nicolas Cage punches out. Yeah. He has a story that he was out to, I forget, lunch or dinner or something like that in Arizona with Nicolas Cage and some, I think, young women or some some people recognized him and got all freaked out and started asking for autographs. And apparently Nicolas Cage took the paper and wrote down, tomorrow you will die, Nick Cage. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, That's solid. I want anybody to ask me to write my name down, not even as an autograph, just, you know, like signing a bank loan or something, and I'll just write that. (laughs) Tomorrow, you'll die. (laughs) It's pretty fucking funny. Come on, that's great. That's good. All right, Chew, for the benefit of our audience, will you please... Describe the plot to Raising Arizona. Yes, I can do that. I can Go. do this. Um, a, I would say like a, a C-class criminal. Like he's not the greatest, obviously. Small-time crook. Yeah. Small-time. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like that better. Uh, small-time crook keeps going to jail, and one of the police officers at the station he's booked at, he obviously, they build up this small little rapport. They fall in love. They end up getting married after he gets out of jail for the second or third time. And 
she realizes or she finds out that she's barren. And so they go and kidnap one of the children of a couple that's had quintuplets. Right. So that's five, right? It's five, one, two, three, four, Indeed five. Indeed it is. And, um, and then actually bad things happen. <laughs> As always, <laughs> we get to the point where Chu says bad things happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they don't know what they're doing. They've no idea what they're doing. That's true. Yeah. Is that the end? Are you just ending with bad stuff happens? Yeah. I think okay. I mean I think people can use their imagination of two people who don't know what the fuck they're doing steal a baby. Like it's not a ha- it's not a fairy tale. Okay. It's not a fucking fairy tale. <laughs> they have no business taking care of a goddamn baby. Uh, right, but it's not all just uh bad parenting shenanigans. No, some of his old cronies show up. They break out of prison and then they show inmates. up at, at his house. Right. Yeah. And um, they ask him to do a job. So and... between that and his boss being the biggest dick in the world. He's goddamn it. He's the worst. <laughs> right. I mean, he's really good at it, but he's the worst. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ugh. Great job uh, by the actor making us hate him. Really? I mean, really, yeah. Thumbs up. I mean, come on. What did I say? It's Sam McMurray. Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Chew, not bad. I think, yeah, I think that's fair. Not bad on the plot description, yeah. I'm going to say. Of course, most people aren't like you. I think they already know what Raising Arizona is about. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you know what the fuck I'm talking about when I say this movie has an 11-minute cold open? Have you ever heard of a cold open Say before? that again. Breaking up. Have you ever heard of a cold oh, yeah. open? Yes. Yeah. It's what SNL does. It's their first skit of the night. That's there a cold go. open. Yeah, it's so before, before the credits. So before the credits. Yeah. Right. We have 11 minutes worth of film before we see the title of this movie. That's right. It was a long time. Which I really like because oh, yeah. you almost forget that it hasn't happened. The movie just sort of opens with high right. H.I. like getting into jail again. And he's got a voiceover with it. And, you know, he's meeting Holly Hunter. And then she's sad the next time he comes into jail and he tells yeah. her to... Tell her ex that he thinks he, he's just a dang fool. <laughs> you, got, you got all the population of the prison people. You got the bald guy always mopping the floor and looking mean at him. And then you're constantly just seeing him back at the fucking shortstop mini mart. Yeah. <laughs> robbing it again. Just he just cracks. can't help himself. <laughs> it seems to me... That he's also always, it looks like he's always robbing the same one. Yeah. Like, that's his spot. Yeah. That's his go-to shortstop. But one of my whole favorite things in the in the cold open are the is the parole board. Oh, totally. You wouldn't lie to us now. Right? Telling us the truth. You're not just telling us what we want to hear. <laughs> no, sir. Not at all. Okay, then. <laughs> The okay then to me is like just gets me every time. Yeah. We got a word for who you are, H.I. Recidivist. <laughs> Repeat offender. Now yeah. we can't charge you with armed robbery because you never use any ammunition. Oh, I didn't want to hurt anybody, sir. Okay then. <laughs> I Come forgot about you. the parole board. It was good. I really enjoyed good. that. Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. Oh. That was solid. I got I got an update, Chew. All right. Do you remember 
What movie was it? The Skulls. <laughs> of course I remember. The Skulls. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember my bitching about the title card? A group of yes, boys but... are... Or yeah, no. but I don't remember like, what the title card is. It says a group of boys is. is. Yes. All right. Yeah. My very good friend, the smartest person in the world that I know, Heather Pedersen Sahami, sent me this message. She said, so, but like with 17 O's. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> group in the context of the skulls is considered singular because of students is a prepositional is a prepositional phrase and therefore does not factor into subject verb agreement. The title card stands as correct. I understand. But it, it just sounds doesn't, dumb, doesn't it? It doesn't flow off the tongue. If you just said the group is or the boys are, but you put a singular and a plural together, I understand it's still it's still This is the part of collectively the English language singular that <sighs> drives me nuts. I understand. She's right. But it sounds like shit. The group of boys is... No, the group of boys... Why did we... Just take out group or take out boys. All my friends are smarter than me, Chu. I'm too stupid. Yikes. I mean, I think you're pretty smart. So maybe I shouldn't hang out with them because then I would just be like, I am fucking dumb. <laughs> Mega super stupid. See, but Heather and I, we're the ones that share, like if we're in a group... And somebody says something that sounds a little iffy, dumb, whatever. She's always the one I, I look to and she goes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I've, thank I've been, you, Heather. I've been, I've been found out for being as dumb as I am. Let's take yeah. a break on that note. Shan's okay. stupid. We'll be right back. Uh, yes. This is going to be a good episode. <laughs> Take care, everyone. We're never coming back again. Wait, no. Okay. <laughs> it's like, no, we're not All right, done. we'll be back right after this. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California, but even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch The Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life. And Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back. Lady Chu and I are here discussing the 1987 film Raising Arizona, which she doesn't quite understand how fucking great it is. <laughs> Does that seem fair, Chu? Uh, sure. I'll let you have it. Did you take any notes? What are your grievances? I didn't take notes for the whole movie. Because this was halfway between... <laughs> I don't know if this was like an official uh, teachable moment, but it was almost well, there. Well, I think you came up with the teachable moment, yeah. not me. So if you had said you hated it, I was absolving myself. Doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like this. Yeah, this was my idea. I was like, we might yeah. as well finish off the Nick Cage saga on a better note. Um, it still was all in all a better note. I get that. I just, you know. So am I to Whatever. understand that you just aren't the biggest Coen Brothers fan? I think that's a fair, a fair statement. All right. Yeah. 
Well, I'll be by later to set your house on yeah. fire. I get the style. It's just not my favorite style. <sighs> <laughs> but Frances McDormand is obviously a favorite of theirs. Oh, God damn it. I love her. Well, she's married to Joel Cohen. I so didn't I should hope know so. that. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. They're married. It's still cool. She's still fantastic. Oh, yeah. She's also in their first movie. She plays the lead in Blood Simple. Oh. Interesting. Blood Simple. Very serious, Chew. I'd like you to see that. I think I'd like you to see Miller's Crossing. The others are probably a bit too much for you. I still need to finish Fargo. Absolutely, you should finish Fargo. I need to finish Fargo. The movie you were completely baffled by called The Hudsucker Proxy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you noticed, where Nicolas Cage works, it says Hudsucker on their patches. Oh. Hudsucker Industries is where he works. I obviously would have never gotten that. I'll say. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right. Oh, my list of grievances. I stopped taking notes halfway through the movie, so I. So you did take some. I took some. I'm about I'm about fifty fifty right now. I have no grievances. Oh, okay. Well, my biggest grievance is that uh, John Goodman's character and his brother, the way they eat their cereal, makes me want to throw the TV in the fucking <laughs> trash. I, that's, a that's not a grievance with the fuck. movie. It's just a grievance with their... You got a big thing with eating. Let me just say. Just eat Jesus silently Christ. and shut the fuck up. I hate it. It's a sound thing. I just It's a noise thing with me. I can't help it. I understand other people can't help it, but that doesn't make me picture their death any less. You don't like... I'll stop recording right fucking now. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> God damn it. What about... <laughs> what about... What about this? Oh, God. The sucking of the teeth? Yeah. No, it's horrible. Any sort of, like, mouth saliva... You know who's really upset right now? In addition to you? Who? Friend of the show, Pam Floyd. I knew you were going to say Pam. Yeah. <laughs> Pam's a smart lady. Pam doesn't like that shit. Ugh. That's the Wiley Coyote licking of the teeth. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it right now. <laughs> I'll fucking mute you. <laughs> I swear to God, law dog. <laughs> I will cut your line and part out. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, so you had no grievances. Okay. Fuck no, I don't have any grievances. Why would you have a grievance against this amazing movie? If the worst grievance you have is how they eat cereal, you loved this movie. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there were other ones. That was just the one that I was like, oh, this scene's got to be over. Is there a real note you have? Um, one that doesn't involve right. your... Uh, I would say one that's actually a positive point and a grievance oh, go ahead. is that Arizona people from Arizona, they don't have southern accents. You don't know that. I'm from Arizona. I know that. They don't have southern <laughs> accents. Okay. It's just... What about... No. What about in the sticks? No. You just talk normal. What they were really going for, as I understand it, was combining sort of one accent with another. I can't remember what it was for sort of a hybrid of its own. Yeah. But um, yeah. The, the accents weren't bad. Actually, this was definitely one no. of Nick Cage's better Southern accents and certainly better than his Con Air one. I'll say. As we know. Um, but yeah, people from Arizona don't really have Southern accents if they're born and raised there. Um, it's just not really it's not really a thing. Well, since this all started with Nicolas Cage, can we talk about him? Yeah. Because I think he's fucking brilliant in this movie. Totally. Yeah, he's if good. His whole career stayed on this plane. I think he'd still be 
doing whatever he wanted in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was good in this movie. Exactly. Everybody was good. Speaking of cartoons, I think it's amazing that Nicolas Cage, his performance, he looks like a human cartoon in this movie. Oh, my God. A thousand percent. To great comedic effect. Yeah. He was funny. He was funny. Yeah. Brilliantly funny. I love that the more crazy H.I.'s life gets, the more crazy his hair gets. (laughs) Totally. I couldn't stop staring at it. I was constantly thinking about his hair. It's like a fucking magic trick, that hair. (laughs) It was out of control. I wish his hair stayed like that for his whole life. Think of that hair and then the Con Air hair. Oh, my God. Two completely different things. Think of his upper torso in this movie, regular guy, (laughs) Con Air. Looks like a cement block on fucking twigs. (laughs) Which just goes to show he's like, you can tell he's naturally a a leaner built guy. Right. Yeah. He's very thin. Until he gets to trespass and then he starts looking like he was stung by the bees in 2006 from... (laughs) Or 2005 from from the Wicker Man, which you never even get to see on screen. Nope. Stupid. Because fucking Wicker Man. Actually, one of my favorite um, Nick Cage moments in this movie was where he's trying to pick out a baby in the crib. Oh, my God. And then he he just subtly pushes two babies in the crib, like, so they don't fall out. And it's super subtle, and I just died laughing. He just, like, kind of pushes him over gently, like, eh, no, stop, sit. Not you. Yeah. <laughs> and the music. Yeah. The music in that scene was very cartoony, too. It was. I fucking loved it. Yeah, that was good. That was one of my notes, baby-chasing music. <laughs> totally. <laughs> But I also love, I like, I love how, like, Holly Hunter is always playing it completely straight, but to great comedic effect. Yeah. When she, like, drives up in her car. Oh, my God. I was just going to say that. And says, I'm barren. She has, <laughs> she has the sirens <laughs> on pulling up to her own house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> just crying in earnest and then just the fact that she used the word barren yeah i'm barren (laughs) fucking amazing huge positive point yeah those two were my my tops i also love that the first time he comes back from the house he comes back babyless (laughs) she like puts up the windows and locks the car don't you come back here without a little one (laughs) yeah uh, oh, when he was speaking of doors being locked, uh, before they even got together, I think it was like his last crime before his mm-hmm. last stint. And the door on his car is locked as he's trying to leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's locked. And so he just runs away. But the way he, he got runs out away, of the car, uh, locked fuck. it, went in and robbed the fuck, the shortstop mini mart. Came out, and did you notice how, like, the window was open a little bit, and he tries to get his <laughs> yeah. arm in there? But then he gets scared because the cops are getting closer, and he just takes off on foot. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was good. Oh, it's too much. Yeah. Too much. Come on, Chew. This movie is fucking amazing. It's funny. That's right. I, For me, I think the funnier moments were at the beginning of the movie. um, And then... It, it was all it was good at the end um, or like mm-hmm. throughout the movie. But the times I laughed the hardest were at the beginning. We'll see, Chu. Okay? Okay. We're going to see. Okay. We're just going to we're going to keep going. We'll see how much <laughs> I can make you remember about how great this movie is. Was I? Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say. Uh, John Goodman. Mm-hmm. It was great. That's where I was going to go, It was great, too. but he still gave me the creeps. 
Right. He's, is that is that was that an appropriate feeling? Was that what they were going yes. after? Okay, because it worked. I was scared. He scares me. <laughs> well, his introduction is quite frightening. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to ask you about. Like, what did you make of him getting born from the earth? He's just coming out of that hole in the mud. Actually, I won't delve too much into it, but that kind of plays into what the drinking game, I think, should be at the end, which I'll save. Um, Alrighty, then. Yeah. Uh, Chew, you actually gave thought to the drinking game? I did. It actually came really fast. That's what she said. That's what he said. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. We didn't even plan that. Um, It was a lot. He's a scary guy. But then you find out he has a soft spot for kids. That's what's amazing about him and William Forsythe. Like the amount that they end up loving Junior. (laughs) Yes. Fucking amazing. Oh, Nathan Jr. Uh, that was a cute kid. So I read something. What was it? I can't remember. I'd have to look it up again. But it was something ridiculous, Chew. It was something like a total of 17 babies were used for the movie. And in fact, one of them got fired because it the baby became too old and started walking and they were like, now, yeah, we can't have that baby anymore. And the mother, from what I understand, was um, switching, switching, like putting the left shoe on the right foot and the right shoe on the left foot. So the so baby, the could baby walk. couldn't walk well and stay <laughs> on the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is pretty fucking amazing when you think about yeah. it. Come on. The Coen brothers apparently really liked working with Nicolas Cage and really liked working with Randall Tex Cobb. You don't know who that is, do you? No. If you had to take a guess as to which one person in this movie was named Randall Tex Cobb, who do you think it would be? I'm going to guess it's one of two people. Go ahead. Uh, One of two people. Uh, The motorcycle guy or John Goodman's idiot brother. Yeah, he's the motorcycle guy. The lone biker of the apocalypse. I would say this is a premonition for Ghost Rider. That was my first thought. I was like, oh. And Nicolas Cage is Ghost Rider. This is where Nick Cage was like, oh, Ghost Rider? Yeah, we've seen him before. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Ugh. He scared me. He scared me. What else has he been in? Because he was familiar. Well, I mean, the problem is not thinking of movies he's been in, Chew. It's thinking of movies he's been in that you would know. (laughs) That's very fair. Like, there's no way you've seen uh, Digstown or Uncommon Valor. Nope. Nope and nope. He's in Ace Ventura, though. Let's see. He's in Liar Liar, I think. Naked Gun 33 and a third. I know because I just watched that. Yeah, I don't know him. Lots of TV. I don't know. He just looked familiar. That's all. You just either know him or you don't, Chew. Get your shit together. I guess I don't. All right, fine. Guess I just fucking don't. Well, you know, I, I didn't I, like that he was killing bunnies. <laughs> you know, on. I didn't like it. All right, I'll admit that I know you didn't like it, but it's. I think the comedy is still there. Fucking grenade on a bunny, chew. <laughs> no, it's mean. Hated it. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> How about. How about shooting a lizard off a rock with a goddamn shotgun? Still cruel. Hated it. <laughs> Obviously, I know they're not actually killing bunnies and lizards, but still. Do you? I don't. I'm just telling myself they didn't. Of course they didn't. I'm just saying. I'm not sure you know that. <laughs> There's laws. You can't do that. But I'm just saying, when you're the lone biker of the apocalypse, you're not following those laws. 
<laughs> this is true. You can give a fuck. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going to make you watch uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. We'll see what you think of that fucking movie with the holy hand grenade. You're going to lose your shit. Okay, you know, I'm not going to... Already, I'm not going to watch it. Who do they kill? Yes, you are. No. Just a bad person. Okay. I can get down on killing a bad person in a movie. There you go. But no bunnies. (laughs) (laughs) No bunnies. Can we talk about how horrible those uh, uh, Dot and Glenn's kids were? Holy shit, we're in each other's heads. I was just going to ask you about that family. (laughs) I did laugh out loud when the kid wrote fart on the wall. (laughs) Look at him, he knows his letters already. (laughs) Fart was funny. I like it when he tells that kid to duck and throws a bunch. What's he throw at him? Rocks? Yeah. or Candy or something? Yeah. Yeah, some shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. Those kids were horrific. Just horrible. Yes. Usually at this point, I'd be like, oh, bless them. They're awful. But no, fuck those kids. (laughs) Those are the kids that would sit in your section. (laughs) No, those are the kids the host would put in your fucking section. That's true. Because you're mean and they don't care about you. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice fucking guy. No, you're not. I don't get I don't get the host don't give me those kids. They don't know what a monster you are. You keep it hidden behind That's a right. veil. And you don't. You're transparent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Shut up, fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take another break, Chew. Okay. We're going to take another break, and then we'll come back to finish out Raising Arizona. A movie choose already. I mean, we're like, we're basically already halfway through, and you're admitting this movie's awesome so far. Well, I didn't say that. It's fine. You are with by your comments. You're saying, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Okay, well, when we come back, I'll talk about things I didn't fucking like. How's that? Very good. Okay. Right after this. If you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target and check out the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator, Tony Parham, and co-host, musical performer and sound lover, Derek Hansen, D-Rock if you're nasty, and I am, discuss all things sound related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound. But as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target. Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to... Stay on target. That's the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing our sixth, technically our seventh, Nicolas Cage film, Raising Arizona, from 1987. We did Face Off, Chu. Then we did five other shitty movies. And now Raising Arizona. (laughs) And we could do easily, I don't know, 10 to 20 more bad Nicolas Cage movies. We could have a whole separate podcast for Nick Cage. True that. Yeah. All right. Here's what I want to talk about. The biggest set piece in the entire film, H.I. robs another Mini Mart. (laughs) To get Huggies. Yeah, to get the Huggies. With the misses in the car. Chew, this scene is fucking hysterical. Give it to me. I demand it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Hysterical? No. What? Was it good? Was it good? 
Uh, yes, it was good. It's hysterical. I think I was mostly pissed that the cops are just shooting at, <laughs> like, at anything. I have to admit that now, with 2021 eyes, that's a little hard to yeah. watch. And I think that's why it pissed me off. I'm like, what the fuck? This is why it's a fucking, like, god damn Okay, it. but here's the thing that's interesting to me. Because I clocked that. But I think the Coen brothers are good enough filmmakers that the tone of it still is funny. Right. Even in this new context, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And these are the jokes that I do all the time. I'll do something that's so ridiculous, the complete opposite of what I actually think, just to, you know, bother people. It's extra facetious. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be facetious. At level a thousand. <laughs> I think, honestly, do you want to know what I think makes it still funny? And I'll give a shout out right now to the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Boys, you need to talk about this on your podcast, Tony Parham and D Rock. It's the sound quality of the cop's gun. Oh, totally. The sound of the cop's gun is funny. <laughs> it, it like the boom <laughs> totally. of that guy's handgun <laughs> is fucking funny. That's fair. Am I wrong? That's fair. Also, he never had to reload. Yeah, he never that's once, the other thing. He didn't reload ever. Right. He just had endless amounts of ammo. Facetious. Facetious. It's a good word. <laughs> it is a good word. <laughs> uh, and then, fucking, you know. Okay. Well, go ahead. Uh, Holly Hunter, I, which I thought was funny. Holly Hunter's just like, fuck. Okay. Let's, I have to go get him. I have to turn around yeah, and fucking go get him. Yeah, but before that, when she leaves, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. She just fucking <laughs> peels out. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> That's good. Chew. I've got listed as a positive point. I have, I just wrote the Huggies chase scene. But within the Huggies chase scene, I have 13 positive points. Oh my God. (laughs) That's pretty amazing. (laughs) 14, really. Because when he puts the pantyhose on his head and he's bringing the Huggies to the register. And he says, all right, son, I'll take these huggies and whatever you got in the cash register. He's got the pantyhose on. That's hysterical. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> Even the kid pointing the gun, I'll add that. Yeah. We're up to like 15 already, Chew. <laughs> the kid pointing the gun, him telling him to hurry up. She takes off. And then the cops come in with the funny sounding cop gun. Maybe I won't give that one a full credit, Chew. Because we're dealing with some serious shit nowadays, but still. So we got, we got the old man, or rather the, well, first the Doberman, right? He climbs the fence. The Doberman almost bites his face. Yep. You got the chain, but then the, the dog gets loose. And I just think it's hysterical, that one shot of the dog just going down the street by himself and ding, 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 ding. trailing behind him is the spike and then another dog gets involved and another dog yes and it's all the neighborhood dogs (laughs) until it's a herd of fucking dogs yeah and again sounds and cinema podcast the fucking stampede sound of all the dogs brilliant and hilarious Uh, the dogs running through the neighbor's house was solid positive point i like the old man too Whose truck he gets into. He, that wasn't so much a positive point for me. What? Yeah. This wasn't. I give you a wedgie. That also plays into what I'm going to say is the drinking game. Hey. Hmm. I'm curious. Are they just all <laughs> things that bother you? <laughs> I, I every don't time, know. I can't every say. Every time choose bothered, you have to drink. 
<laughs> Super subjective. You're going to give a list? You're going to just <laughs> print a list for everybody? This is when you need to drink. They have to study it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got falling out of the truck. Hilarious. House chase. Dog chase. Now we're in the grocery store. The guy with the fucking shotgun. I love that he's pointing a shotgun right at Nicolas Cage's face and he just turns around like, I better get out of here. I don't like this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cereal and shit exploding behind him. And he wasn't running away that fast. Exactly. Nick Cage just didn't seem that scared. Like he knew he had to keep moving. He's just like, oh, well, just another day. This is what happens when you steal diapers kind of thing. Just an average day in a pantyhose wearing diaper thief. Yeah. (laughs) But the best thing to me in the whole thing, when he gets in the car and Holly Hunter punches him, the turn right to camera with the cross eyes and everything. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking amazeballs, Chew. Come on. That was all right. Yeah. (sighs) And then... They end up picking the uh, picking up the Huggies, the original turn ones that he here, stole honey. from the, the shortstop. <laughs> turn right. Yeah, turn right. They're like yelling <laughs> yeah. at each other. <laughs> Them giving each the other directions. He's always like, oh, it's right here, honey. Go ahead. Turn left. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Cool. This is the fucking Coen brothers at their best, Chew. I feel slightly better about the movie... Uh, now that we've talked about it, I'm not See? completely changing my mind. See? But my percentages, you know, I feel better about it. You said you were going to come back this segment talking about everything you hated. We, I can start now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Those haven't changed. <laughs> well, does it take place after this chase? Is that what you're saying? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Because now we get into the... Everybody finds out that the baby has been kidnapped. So everybody's either stealing the baby or blackmailing the McDonough's. So what don't you like? What's the problem? Go ahead. Fine. Just say it. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking dare you. Just say it. Um, It's John Goodman and his brother. I'll explain to you calmly why you're wrong. The brothers, hands down, give me the creeps. All I right. hate I'll that they're that. that they're trying to strong arm high into doing this job. William Forsyth, by the way, is in another Nicolas Cage movie, The Rock. You know I haven't seen that. Oh my god. This <laughs> See, this is why I'm here. He's also a bad guy in Out for Justice. A Steven Seagal movie I mentioned right after you said, we'll never watch a Steven Seagal movie. And I stand by that. Oh, I said, you're going to watch Hard to Kill and Out for Justice. I'll tell you that much. I'm not watching it. Oh, you most I certainly won't. are. Yes, you will. <laughs> I'll watch Trespass again before I watch a Steven Seagal movie. You're going to watch it next. <laughs> I'm going to be gone that day. <laughs> Didn't I tell you I'm going to be gone? Um no, you've, you've taken all your vacation days to study for your test. <laughs> uh, yeah, the brothers, I don't know. They just give me the fucking creeps. They're just too fucking much. Uh, I don't Who wears know. Where's the they pants just... in this family, H.I.? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, woof. It gives me the chills. To the and bone? then they just clean out their fridge. Holly Hunter should have put her fucking cop uniform back on and told those fuckers to get out. She does. She does, but not to tell them to leave. Well, she does put it back on. But then she does eventually tell them to leave too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, motorcycle guy. He's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like him. Um, I hate hate the excessive. Yelling. There's lots of scenes with continuous, excessive yelling. Like you that mean John is the Goodman? scene. Yes, mostly like with when, John Goodman. Yeah. When they're missing the baby and when he gets out of the mud. Yep. See, I think that shit's hilarious. It's too much. <laughs> what would possess somebody to just keep yelling? 
just to keep yelling. That's exhausting. That's really hard to do. <laughs> How about when they rob the bank, though? Oh, I did think it was funny that they he... They bring would, the fucking baby in? They bring the baby in, and then the brother, the idiot brother, tells them, okay, you guys got to count to such and such, and we'll check back in five minutes just to make sure you guys are counting. Right. But then they actually always happen to come back, which is yeah. funny. Yeah, that was good. The old man in the convenience store. Yeah, he gets to like 790. He's counting back And he's like, down. oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. ah, forget this shit. <laughs> but I like it when they first go into the bank and, and John Goodman says, all right, this is a robbery. Everybody freeze. Everybody get down on the floor. <laughs> well, which one is it, young feller? <laughs> you want us to freeze or you want us to get on the floor? Because if I get on the floor, I'm going to be in motion. <laughs> <laughs> These are a literal folk. <laughs> <laughs> and then the best part is later on when Holly Hunter comes in and he says, just lay down, just lay <laughs> right. down on the floor there, young missy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I got a good question for you. They Shoot. leave the baby behind. They leave Nathan Jr. behind. By the way, we also haven't talked because, like, there's this whole thing that everybody who's probably listening to the podcast already knows, but that you didn't, of course, <laughs> where, <laughs> where he gets into a fight with John Goodman and William Forsythe. Yeah. And the, they end the up tying him up to the chair and all that. And then she comes home. So Holly Hunter comes home. Uh, Ed, you know, she plays Ed. So Ed comes home, unties him, and he's he's yeah, like, like, like just yeah. yapping as she's sitting there. He's like, I was wrong. You were right. That's all there is to it. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But my favorite part is when he grabs the shotgun and says, come on, honey. Let's go get Nathan Jr. That whole scene, I'll admit, was one of my favorites. Where he's amazing. like just like kind of losing his shit a little bit. Yeah. He's like he's fucking panicky, and he's trying to make it better and trying to convince her like it's gonna be fine. We're just gonna go get him, and he's just you know, he's like packing in like three or four guns into his pants. <laughs> guns everywhere. <laughs> Let's go, honey. Let's go get Nathan Jr. <laughs> yeah, Fuck that line great. was good. Uh, let me ask you this. John Goodman and William Forsythe coming back and the car coming straight up to the baby. I panicked a little bit. I kept how thinking, how did that they do shot? that? How... Do you know how they did it? Like slow motion? Like they just really no. slowed down the car and then what'd they do? They started at the baby and put it in reverse and then oh. just reversed the film. Fantastic. That's good. Pretty good. That is good. Right? Solid. Look at somebody thinking. Keeping a baby safe. God <laughs> <Yeah>. damn it. <laughs> Otherwise, that's an extremely dangerous stunt. You better make fucking damn sure those brakes work. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to get, you're going to have a word with Child Protective Services if you fucking <laughs> pull that stunt any other way than that. Oh my God. Yeah. But then they have the huge shootout between the lone biker of the apocalypse, all of which I love. Him throwing that fucking knife into the wood. This is when, you know, Nicolas Cage is at his best cartoon self. His face is hysterical. I kept thinking about that. I'm like, God, is that just fucking exhausting? Like the constant, like, he's got the one, like. One eye closed. One, one eye closed. Open. And he's like, he's blinking and he's squinting. And he's getting dragged from underneath the car with yeah. like, the finger, the fingers in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking so good yeah he was good in this movie everybody was did you find uh the lone biker of the apocalypse blowing up was that satisfying it was i'm glad he died <laughs> i'm glad there was death at the end <laughs> as always chew yep. likes death just yep. some people not animals as the great cersei lannister says i choose violence and that always sticks with me, that line. I just fucking love it. Now I choose violence. Fuck yeah, get it. Yep, that's that right dead. up there with 
you're identifying with the evil stepmother. Exactly. You identify with Cersei. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chu. She's pretty fantastic. You're such a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Not in real life. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> All right. Anything else left for this movie? I mean, that's basically the end, except we have the sort of mystic ending where we find out that they probably had a family of their own, Chew. Yeah. They send Satisfying. the baby back. They do the right thing. The uh, the father ah, isn't even mad about boy. it. Ain't nobody going to call yeah. the authorities. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he dreams that everything's A-OK. So rainbows and butterflies at the end. <laughs> what more could you ask for yeah you know I mean I would have been okay if they if it wasn't such a happy ending if he goes to jail they divorce Jesus Christ Joe would have been okay because that's of real of course you would have been okay <laughs> that was good it's fine either way but I would have been okay if yeah fucking monster this one alright Joe What's your drinking game? You gave thought to this. I did. Which might be a first. I would say, yeah. At least, <laughs> like, like one. this is the, the first or second time that I've put thought into the drinking game. Um, it's any time there was excessive yelling. And I felt like there was at least five times, five scenes, where there was something obnoxiously excessive. Several of them were yelling. There's at least two John Goodman scenes and then the guy in the truck that Nick Cage jumps into during the mm -hmm. gun chase. Um, There's a couple of other of them. Uh, but yeah, I'm going, um, that's a drinking game. That's a good one. Yeah. I kind of like that one. Well, at first I thought every time the law is broken. Oh, my God. You're hammered after, after during the the cold open. Just the cold open will get. Come on, he's, it's only like three. And then you'll have a bit of reprieve because he's he's, you know, walking going the straight and narrow right yeah. up to the moment until he kidnaps a child. Yeah. So, but then you have kidnapped the child. Then John Goodman and William Forsyth escape from jail, and then you have like some more reprieve before he starts robbing a mini-mart again. It's a lot of drinking, though, especially towards, like, the last third of the movie. You might as well just put a fucking straw in the bottle. Oh, my God. That's a good one. That's the first thing that came to mind. That's a good one. I like that better than mine. Hmm. You're welcome. You heard her, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Vote for mine. <laughs> Why'd you say that? Like you're trying to fuck somebody. <laughs> I think you misread that. I don't frankly. know. I was just trying to give it the I'm right, you're wrong voice. No, it this was like, my, you I'm heard right, her. you're wrong. Choose not mine. My, Choose hey, my take dick. your pants off. Anything left for Raising Arizona, Chew? No. It's worth watching. I'm right and you're wrong. We'll leave it there. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard to not say anything. Fuck. I mean, you you like the movie, though, right? Yeah, there was there, it was funny. All right. It was your idea. I take no responsibility. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. It was my idea. <laughs> Shit. No, it was fine. It was good. But. Go watch it. Although you probably already have. Right. Because you're the only fucking person in the world who hasn't seen this movie. I, I, that's probably a fair statement. <laughs> At the very least, you could now not have to say that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Good day, madam. Good day. Say goodbye oh. to our people. Bye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Fuck, that was funny. <laughs> what is the matter with you? Oh, my God. All right, ladies and gentlemen. For Lady Chu from Tuity Fitness, your health coach, <laughs> as evidenced by that fucking goodbye. Woo. I am Chance. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. You'll be here. Ooh, motorcycle. Did you hear that? No. <laughs> All right. You'll be hearing from us next time with another shitty movie. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>